It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Dennis Stuckey with Brady Beaton, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. And uh, we're going to talk some more football uh, today. We're yes. getting real close. Yeah, we're, we're getting extremely close. We actually went out and watched a 7-on-7 seven seven, uh, yesterday or the day before. My day is all blurred yeah. together. I think we're less point. than two weeks to training camp. To yeah, yeah. At, at at some point next week on one of the shows, I'm going to tell you that it's August. Yeah, which is the summer's gone by really fast. But at least that means we have football right on the horizon. That means we'll start our camp tour. But we have more football coming later this week. Next week, we're basically full bore into the uh, high school football season. Well, we we hit our. Or started our tour of the uh, the BWAC with uh, Coach Grunman and Yale. We're going to head to, to uh, Emily City next because Dave Brown, the new coach of the Spartans, mm. is here, and we're going to talk to him next. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall and Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and Closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Brady Port Huron. Brady here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. They're all Already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. 
Learn more and get started online at advscu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Lean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Lean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. Derek Lean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. The YMCA of the Blue Water area is pleased to announce a Night of Champions Thursday, September 15th at 6 p.m. at the McMoran Arena in downtown Port Huron. Eight-time Emmy Award winner Mike Doc Emmerich will host with special guests, activities, food, and both live and silent auctions. Tickets must be purchased in advance and are available at the YMCA, 1525 3rd Street in Port Huron. Cost is $100 per person or $1,000 for a table. For more information on a Night of Champions with Mike Doc Emmerich, call the Y at 810 810- 987-6400 extension 132 finding that missing shin guard remembering whether it's a home or away game getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day why are simple things sometimes so complicated thankfully with auto owners insurance doesn't have to be one of them we work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things like not being that fan oh come on ref that's simple human sense For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, you're back. Dennis Brady and Coach Dave Brown joins us. First off, Coach, Thanks for making the trek from Emily City in today to uh, to talk with us. I, I know it's it's all brand new for you. Um, how long really have you had since you got the job to this point? Sure. Um, well, first off, thanks for thanks for inviting me in. Like I said, anytime I get a chance now to talk Emily City football, I'm all in. So let's. Uh, yeah, it's been quick. Um, by the time uh, the job was posted and they hired me and we got rolling with paperwork, I think I had a day to get a player meeting in and then we had the dead week. So we had our dead week and then so we've been there about three weeks working in the weight room doing some different things. Uh, today was actually our first day of a team camp to see where we're at and try to get some things installed and get kids the idea of, of what we're looking for. So That's got to be tough joining midsummer because once you have the full cycle, I'm sure, I know football coaches can be neurotic in February. They're planning out the entire schedule, getting weight room times ready, getting, like you said, the team camp ready. You kind of have to do it all on the fly. I'm sure there's a lot of challenges with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, it's been a whirlwind of 30 days, right? I, I, you know, I had my interview process. I had a 30-day plan. Holy smokes, I didn't really mm-hmm. anticipate what that was going to be. It's been, yeah, usually uh, it's the five-year plan, <laughs> right? the 30-day plan. The 30-day plan to get things going. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same way. I, I keep thinking when I see jobs open in January and February, I'm like, oh, that's late for that coach to get in there, and that's going to be a while to get things rolling. And then here we are, June. I'm doing the same thing <laughs> at the end of June. So uh, it's a little chaotic, but, you know, just the excitement level. I, I, I look forward to it. Um, haven't really looked at it as any – negative other than getting to know the kids i I really want to build those relationships and see them so being in front of them as much as i can has been the goal so far Uh, how quickly does it take to get a staff together because obviously you you need coordinators you need guys that that are out there helping you you can't do it all yourself um so did you have people in place who were coming with you did you inherit people who were already there What, what was the the situation with that uh, I was real blessed. Uh, first off, I brought one guy with me who I've been working with uh, starting in Oxford, 2001. Mm-hmm. He was actually there before me. Um, Derek Osborne, he's the defense coordinator this year. Uh, I co-coordinated with him in Oxford, and then he actually made the trek over to Troy Athens and was a position coach there while I was there a couple of years under Coach Keenest. And uh, when the job opened, I was like, buddy, let's do this. And mm-hmm. he was like, I'm in. And then I walked into a job where – there were actually some guys there, you know, with things in limbo, were still opening up a weight room, trying to get as many guys around as they could. And my first thought was, hey, you want to be here? You're part of Emily City. You're part of Emily City football. I want you here. So I was real lucky with a, a group of guys that were there that wanted mm-hmm. to continue to be there, wanted to continue to impact the kids. And uh, so the, the coaching staff was easier than I anticipated. Now, we got to get through everybody on the same page and do all the coaching meetings, but the guys' uh, knowledge is good. Their want to be there is great. We can work with the rest. So you mentioned a little bit where you've been. Um, every article I'm reading about you getting the job talk about, and I can tell just talking to you, the excitement you have to finally be the head coach. You had been a coordinator for for years, a long time at Oxford, and then you yep. said you bounced around to a couple of schools. Now you're finally getting your first shot. What does that mean to you, to your first job, your first time being at the helm? I'm sure you're really excited, but also might be a little nervous, too, being the uh, the head honcho for the first time. Sure. I mean, there's always nerves. Like, and, you know, you don't want to walk in and, and do something wrong. Uh, my, my biggest nerves are making sure I, I do all the protocols right. Right. You know, outside of that, I mean, I've been teaching and coaching for 20 years. That part, to me, is the easy part, building those relationships, being around those kids. Um Excited, a nervous excitement a little bit, but, man, this is something I've been really looking forward to. Like I said, a lot of years in the back of my mind, I knew I wanted to be a head coach. I was just in my own thoughts, you know, waiting my time just for things to open up. And then now's the opportunity. I mean, it, it, the door's open, and I'm so excited to do it. It's yeah, I don't even know how to explain that, you know. But nervousness a little bit, right? I mean, we, we got to put things together. We're on the fly. I think more of that is the time crunch. Yeah, Being late, I think it'd, I'd feel a lot better, you know, if this opened up in January and we're we were building from there. But hey, we'll we'll, we'll get through it. Uh, the kids are excited. All the kids are around and want great things. Uh, they're already working hard, and I can't ask for anything else. So I'm ready to go. So I, I have to ask. Okay, it's new school, new kids, mm-hmm. uh, new league. But in Armada, there's some familiar faces. Mm-hmm. How much did the Raleigh's help you with this transition? Oh, uh, you know, I, I love those guys. Um, Bud, I'm 
probably indebted to him for life. I mean, I student taught with Bud. That's why I came out of Wayne State. Student taught with, with uh, Bud Raleigh and Krista Gibson Marshall at Oxford. Job opened up, and, and those two endorsed me immediately. Mm -hmm. um, Bud brought me on staff that year. Spent a couple years as a position coach, and then 14 years as a co-coordinator with uh, Derek, the guy I got with me under Bud. And uh, shoot, my first year was Kyle's sophomore year. Uh, so <laughs> I've known those guys and coached those guys been around then, and they are huge supporters. I would say uh, Bud was probably the second text I got at six in the morning when that job opened up and said, <laughs> hey man, get on this. So uh, they, they've been huge supporters. Uh, they've taken care of me. I mean, Bud and I, we, we, we sit down and talk football still all the time, different things going on. Um, I love those guys. They, they're a huge impact. Learned a lot of great things, great friendships, uh, things that we're going to have for forever. They are like the ultimate football guy. Like <laughs> if you look it up, you'd see those two because, yeah, I'm. you can talk football with them for days. So they came into Armada, mm -hmm. another program in the BWAC that had been on hard times for a while. MLA City, wow, you go back a while, the 90s, they were really good. The last few years they had gotten better, but another program on hard times. How much of that is you kind of look to them as maybe a little bit of a blueprint or how to build a program back up? Because like Emily City, 19, they should have made the playoffs, but they've been struggling for a while now. How do you build up a program that's been sure. struggling for a while? Sure. Uh, yeah, back to Armada and, and Bud and Cousy. Yeah. Love those guys. Now they're in Armada. So, right. They're, they're, hey, they're in the BWAC. Uh -uh. I'm Emily City, so I love those guys. Let's <laughs> see if I can get a W in week four. You know what right. I mean? Right. Um, no, honestly, I think that coming in, it's about just like everything in life with relationships. Take care of kids. You know that they're there for you. You start building it. You start putting in that consistency, those expectations, and you stay consistent. The, the consistency of what the grind is going to be, what you expect from them, when to show up, where to be there, how to get in the weight room, how to take care of each other. Mm -hmm. I think uh, you start with those base building blocks, right? Have great character, compete at everything you do. I mean, you, you talk to any coach. If you don't hear the word compete come out of that coach's mouth, I don't know what they're doing, right? Because <laughs> that's what you do, you compete in life. I don't care if it's the classroom, uh, if it's trying to get a job. I mean, shoot, I was on several interviews, right? What are you doing? You're competing. Right. Beat somebody out. Same thing's going to happen on the field, in the weight room. So I think the biggest thing is, A, Put the relationships pieces in. Make sure they know you care about them. Be consistent with everything you do and just start getting after it, man. I feel like he can get people excited about it. Yes. Uh, and, you, and that's kind of a key because there's, you know, with the history of the program, there's probably kids walking the halls in Emily City that just are like, yeah, football, whatever, that you can get excited about and maybe you can get the numbers up and, and that would be huge. That, that's absolutely the goal. Um, I said, I, I, when I was in the interview and I was talking to the AD, Don Gothier, he's amazing. He's been so supportive. Like, my goal is to immerse myself into the community as much as I can, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, I got to be at every event. I've been showing up at open basketball gyms. I've been walking around the school, seeing them, and shoot, saying hi to all the volleyball players. Like, mm -hmm. any, any connections I can make. I mean, I've gotten lucky to get into the stores and shops in downtown a little bit, just just trying to be around, man. I think that's huge. If you you can be there, be around, be involved in it, let people know 
like this is what I love, this is what I want to be, they get excited about it too. And when that excitement right. goes, then we can start building, right? And uh, yeah, absolutely. Show up to events, be at other games, be different places. That's what it's going to take to, you know, recruit. And in reality, and I, I say recruit, but yeah, I'm recruiting, but it's not me, guys. That we, everybody knows that it's not a coach. You're not. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna walk on the field and say, "Oh, I want to play for Coach Brown. He's the greatest." It's awesome if they do, but you know what they want to do? Hey, I want to play with my buddy. My right. buddy says it's been a great experience. He loves Coach Brown. He loves being a part of this program. He loves Emily City. What mm -hmm. am I going to do? I'm going to come along with him. So as those relationships grow, I really think those kids are going to be the best recruiters. They're going to be pulling in kids from the hallway. They're going to be calling in kids that say, oh, man, you're going to be able to help us out because the ultimate goal is going to be about team mm -hmm. and getting Ws at the end of the day. So if we can take care of each other, build team, and then go – all the win-loss stuff takes care of itself. When you talk about the community, I know it's similar, but it's a little different. You're in Oxford, mm -hmm. those are big schools, yeah. really large communities, big towns. Sure. MLA City and the entire BWAC is more of a tight-niche community. Mm -hmm. Basically, most of the towns in the BWAC have one street downtown. Yep. It's, it's, it's a little different. Have you noticed much of a change? Um, I know, obviously, the community can be good and bad when it's such a small town, sure. but what have been the changes going from the big cities of, well, quote unquote, well, big cities? Big city, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, like, like man, a big city. I didn't hear that very much. A, a big city, yeah. A big school, big school. I guess I should yeah. say, in a big district to MLA City, yeah. which basically is the one road, and that's about it. Right. So, um, I, you know, I don't know. I, I came into Oxford in early 2000. Guys, Main Street, downtown 24, right? Mm -hmm. That was Oxford was the same way for a lot of years. I mean, it's, it had a lot of growth, a lot of development, but that's where it started. And to be honest with you, when I got there, my wife and I moved into Oxford. Um, we, we had our family there. That's what we bought into. That's what we loved, right? It was that small community, that small feel, everybody there for everybody. Um, I didn't and realize Ox Oxford's half the or double the size it was when you got there. Yes, it yes, was in grown. 2000. It was just over a thousand kids, and yep. now it's almost 2,400. Yeah, wow. it is. It has blown up since we've been there. So yeah, I mean, there was that small town feel when I got there, and so what do I think when I come back here? That's what I see. What what I walked into when I what my family fell in love with, right? So I see that. And I think to myself, man, this is excitement because. When you start doing things the right way, not that it hasn't been right, I don't want to be careful on how I say that, but <laughs> when you start doing things your way and there's buy-in, yes, there's buy-in, man, and it's buy-in across the board from the whole community, right? You're not just getting a niche of people who love it, but you're getting a whole group of people that are tight-knit, that know each other, like they're talking about games and they're talking about the kids and next thing they want to be there for them. That's what I see here already, right? Do we got to grow the numbers? Sure. Do we got to put some things in place? Absolutely. But... I think it's just – I mean, I don't think the it's a mountain. I think it's a hill. I really think it's something mm -hmm. we can get over and get over fairly quickly, and, and that's what excites me about the community. Because right, it's not like you're coming in and there's absolutely nothing, like the cupboard is bare. There's actually some good players in Emily City, and there's some athletes at that school, and they do well in other sports. Mm -hmm. It really shouldn't be that – hard of a of a process to get this thing going in the right direction right i agree with you um i think that's the first thing i noticed when i walked in i mean i walk in and i look around and you think okay small school where am i at numbers are low i walked in i went ooh, all right there's an athlete yeah oh it, all right this isn't as bad as people want to make it out to be i mean 
I've been in enough places now, Oxford, Athens. I even had a short stint at Holly. High school kids are high school kids. Mm. I, I believe that, right? Across the board, you got 14 to 18. That's what they do, right? And you're going to find some great athletes. You're just going to find some kids that outwork their ability and, and give you everything they got. Mm -hmm. right? And there's there's some pretty nice-looking athletes. I mean, we had team camp today. I had a couple guys that I've got to see that have just shown up because – you know, change over or whatever were mm -hmm. different things. And guys, there's there's athletes here. You know, it's just a matter of putting them in the right place so they can be successful. And uh, you know, I got to take ownership of that. But they've shown up. They're working hard, and and I'm really excited about what we have to offer. Well, the getting the talent might not be the tough part, but we'll take a break, and then when we come back, I want to talk about kind of the BWAC as a whole because for the size of the schools it is, it is a tough league up and down, and that might be the biggest one is you can be a good team in the BWAC and still not have it show in the record, but we'll talk about that when we come back. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall e. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli and they do party trays check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials coupons and recipes open 6 a.m to 9 p.m all week long visit neiman's family market in st Clair. you'll be glad you did do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. 
All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magna International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Beaton, Coach Dave Brown from Emily City joining us on the uh, program. Um, and, and again, congratulations. I know we just kind of welcomed you in and started firing questions, but congratulations on what is going to be your first head coaching job. Uh, and, and I know it's it's been something that you've wanted for a long time, and that's how I know you're going to attack this yeah. and do a good job. Um, but you you inherit a, a tough league. Um, uh, we were talking off the air before we went on. It is not uncommon for five teams in the in the BWAC to make the playoffs. This is a really good league, and it would be an even better league for some of these teams if they didn't have to play each other and knock each other off all the time yeah you know i mean we're accustomed to tough leagues yeah (laughs) you know coming uh, flint metro at the at the beginning but then jumping right into the oaa i mean Mm -hmm. i think there were some heavy duty schools there playing in oxford and at that time we were a little small compared to where we were at numbers wise um again guys i i I just we were talking off High school kids are high school kids. I believe yeah. that, right? They work hard. They get after it. Occasionally, talent changes. You get a little more, a little less. But, yeah, I think there's the first thing I had a couple of people tell me when I applied for the job is there's tough kids in Emma City. Mm-hmm. If you have tough kids that work hard, man, 
We'll, we'll get up there against every, yeah. We'll we'll get up there against anybody. Um, not taking anything away from any of those teams because they're great, but again, I just think the consistency piece in place, taking care of kids, building from the ground up. Man, we get this in place. I think we'll be okay. I think having a tough league is great. I mean, then you're battle tested, right? You get an opportunity mm-hmm. to get into the playoffs. And you, you know, you've been been in it. You've right. been in it, and last thing anybody wants to do is get into the playoffs and get bounced and, and looked embarrassed because you're there. So yeah, you know. So I think a tough league is, as for me as a coach, I want to compete, and when I compete, I want to compete against the best. And I know there's a lot of people that will say, "Well, you got to get your feet wet. You got to, guys, let's just get after it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's where I'm at. Well, the BWAC uh, coming from the defensive side of the ball. 10, 15 years ago, you would have had basically one blanket game plan for everyone and tweaked a few things, but nine like Croslex, Yale, a little bit of Richmond that like to spread it out, hurry, fast tempo, four wide receivers. And then the next week you might have to play Almont, North Branch, um, Algonac at least last year, where they're going to run wing tee. It's going to be 1970s Nebraska football <laughs> where you might as well not have a DB on the field, how it plays. So as a defensive coach, how do you jump from spread, hurry up, to the next week, tight wing tee to maybe a pro style, then back to spread and having a different type of offense to go up against each week? Sure. Um you know, I've done that for a lot of years. I think Derek coming in, he's been with us. He's, you know, that's that's game plan for us. I think the defense we're running is great because it's very versatile. It adjusts quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm really a fan of keep you know keep it simple, keep it fast. Kids play fast. They're confident. They know what they can do. They go. Um, being being in the OAA, I've seen spread, spread, spread. Right. People pound it, pound it down. I've defended that for a while. So that, you know, the nature of the beast, week in and week out. Saturday we get some game film, we break it down, we come up with a plan. Put it in place Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and just get after it. I think, uh, you know, the adjustments nowadays, I, I mean, I, it's not simple, but it's it's pretty easy with the things that we're doing. I think uh, we've seen a lot. Football's evolved. I mean, if you haven't been against a spread team right. at this point, you know, I'm not sure what league you're, you're, you're in. You're playing in the UP. Yeah, right, exactly. So um, I think, you know, that ability. Now, I think sometimes it's a little tougher for kids, but, again, I think if you come up with something that can keep them fast so it's simple so that they can make quick adjustments, then you can put them in places to make plays. And when you do that, they'll be in good shape. Is it more, I have a system, this is what we're going to do at Emily City, or is it, well, based on what we have is what we're going to do? Great. So, I mean, yeah, the, the system is a system. I, I believe wholeheartedly that you have to be able to get three or four yards when you need it. Mm-hmm. Right? It's still run first. You still better have something in your pocket to smash mouth with people. But I think nowadays, I mean, take maybe – you know, likes of like Marine City or somewhere where they've been doing it for a thousand years and that's what they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think nowadays with kids and athletes and, and on having losing kids to other sports, I mean, you gotta be somewhat exciting. You gotta take advantage of the kids that you have. You gotta, you know, get the ball in space and the offense. You gotta get it to your athletes. Um, defensively, you gotta fly around a little bit. Just you gotta keep it exciting for kids. So I think if you take advantage of what you have and you do that now, that doesn't mean you have to tweak everything. It doesn't mean you have to change it all. Right. But, I mean, if you're willing to open it up a little bit because you can spread it out, then you need to do that. 
right? If, if you all of a sudden you got some big uglies up front that are just going to smash mouth and do it, then, then you do that. That's your identity. I don't think nowadays you can walk in somewhere and just say, I am going to run this and whether I have the kids or not, we're going to pound it up and eventually we'll figure it out. I think, you know, that's like being your head against the wall. Um, I'm willing to make adjustments. I'm not coming in now. Again, we're going to start pro style. We're going to run power. We're going to run trap. We're going to run dive. Right? Everybody does yeah. it. We're going to do that. But I got some athletes in space and a quarterback to fling the ball. Well, you want to walk down in the box and we're going to spread you out and mm-hmm. we're going to do those things. So I think that's exciting for kids. I think that's the first thing they heard. I mean, I, I, I lined up a pro out on the field the first day and kids like hold on we got wide outs out here what are we doing <laughs> yeah. so i was like yeah guys it's not really that that common <laughs> but so i think you know just a little bit of that excitement for kids gets that buy-in as well so not a at all be all has to be this way but we're going to be a run first and then take advantage of the pass and what they give us and we're going to look for matchups that work for us i mean i uh, everywhere, I believe, you know, is advantage offense, advantage defense, advantage mm-hmm. special teams. Where can you find the advantages, right? They're high school kids. Where can you put some kid on an island and no matter what decision he makes, he's wrong, right? Gets frustrated, yeah. things open up. If we're not doing that as coaches to put those kids in those positions, then I'm not doing the right thing. So, yeah, not end-all, be-all my way this way. We'll make adjustments as we need. So – you coming to Emily City, it's kind of foreign ground for you. Like you said, you've been in the OAA, you've mm-hmm. been Oxford a little way. Mm-hmm. Um, being that it's a new community, I know sometimes communities like to have their own and they like to have the, the, the great story of having the prodigal son return and, mm-hmm. and coach their alma mater. Mm-hmm. You're the opposite. You're someone from not in the BWAC, no real connection, but you're coming in. How is like ingratiating yourself to the culture, but also saying, guys, I've, I've seen successful coaches do this. Let me lay the foundation for maybe a future culture like that. For sure. Um, there's all, yeah. I mean, if you're in coaching, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what sport you coach, right? Yeah. You're going to have some of this, some of that again. And I just keep referring back to build the relationships, take care of kids. You take care of kids, guys, families buy in. Mm-hmm. Right? When you're taking care of people's kids, and they know that you have their best interest, they buy in. When they buy in, everything just spreads. It spreads like wildfire, that positivity of what's going on. That's the start. And, yeah, part of it is going to be like, guys, I've seen, I've done, let's put this. It's got to be buy-in from the kids first. When kids buy in and their success, I mean, we all know it. Whether, whether you love it, you hate it. You put W's on the board, and life gets a little easier. Yeah. Right? So, um, yeah, again, take care of kids, be consistent, be upfront. Stay nose to the grind, and then uh, let those W's take care of themselves. And when they do that, I think the community is going to get behind. I, I just really, I get that feel from here. That all mm-hmm. the people I've met, um, there's been a lot of excitement, and, and I believe that the community was behind the last coaching staff. I believe they've been behind the kids. I believe that they're excited for a product. My goal here: take care of kids, be a marsh in the community, give the school and the community something to be proud of that they want to show up to on Friday nights and uh, again it's one step at a time but I really think there's a a nice base there I think that that you know I'm walking in I'm not walking into something that's just in shambles that's not the case guys right there's good quality there there's quality people that have been there there's quality people that want to stick around the kids are phenomenal everyone I've met in the community is awesome I mean I am I'm I'm so excited like I said I've been there I've been my 
I just love loyalty. I, do, I love loyalty to a fault. And the fact that these guys want to give me an opportunity, I want to be loyal back. Mm -hmm. I want to immerse myself in this community. I want to be, uh, you know, I want to be everything I can be for them. And it, it can't be about me. I want it to be Emily City football. I want us taking care of the community. I just, man, I don't even know where to go. I've been just rambling because I'm so <laughs> excited. I'm so excited. But, yeah, I just – I think football is a huge platform for kids to get out, to give back, to be a part, to, to get experiences that go outside of the classroom in high school. Anytime we give kids experience, that, that's something to build on that they can, they can grow with. I don't know. I love football. I love sports, guys. Mm -hmm. I just – uh, I don't know. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I, I could just ramble for days about the excitement I have getting going. Well, hey, yeah, you brought up something too. Like you're not going into to shambles. Like yeah. so, a lot of people I know they get that stigma. Emily City, oh, Podunk, yeah. whatever. And then when you go out to the school and you go down that back road and you're like, where am I going? What is? I'm in the middle of a yeah. cornfield. And then you get to the, the the school and it is a modern looking school. The facilities are great. Nice football field. The baseball and softball complex is awesome. The, the gym, gym is, is awesome. Host regionals. Yeah. I mean, that they, they routinely host big events in the state playoffs. I mean, they got nice stuff there. Well, they're redoing. You walk down, there's construction everywhere. I mean, they got that new performing arts center they've just mm -hmm. added on. I mean, there's a lot of things going on in Emily City. It's not, it's not podunk, as you would say. No, that's not that case at all. There's... There's quality there. There's quality in that community, and uh, got, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I know it, we'll, we'll we'll take our time, but it's going to be exciting. I'm excited to be there. Well, the the good thing with excitement is, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it, and and Dennis, I know you have in your career when a coach can get burnt out and you lose that fire and you lose that passion, and it just is like kind of go through the motions. But at least when you have that excitement, you have that. That's infectious. That's infectious to the kids. Whether, uh, I mean, they, they know when the coach is just kind of doing something. The kids aren't dumb. They know when you're being genuine, and they know when you're being putting on a front. Sure. And if you're genuinely excited, like you said, hopefully that spreads and hopefully that gives kids that energy and that excitement like you have for MLA City football. Yeah. I, I, I think, I'm telling you, the kids I've talked to, they're – they're excited to play football. Uh, we had camp today. Like the, they're already like, when do we get pads, coach? When do we? I mean, right. There's excitement there. Granted, our numbers aren't where, but it'll grow. It'll mm -hmm. grow. I believe it's there. Um, we have, like you said, I think this is a great conference. We top to bottom. Like I said, anytime you have quality and you're competing, all the time, and that that just rise up, rise up, you know. And I think these kids want to do that and they want to be there. So. We're going to see that work ethic. We're going to see them put in the time. And uh, I think, like I said, I don't see a mountain to climb. I see a hill, and, and we'll get there. All right. Uh, we'll take our uh, final break here, and then we'll come back with uh, our last segment with Coach Dave Brown, the new head coach for MLA City Football. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 86 700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. 
Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 810- 987-2185. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year. Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Hello. 
This is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Brady and Coach Dave Brown from uh, Imlay City talk a little football uh, today, and uh, in particular, Spartans football and the uh, the BWAC. You have been at other places. We, we've kind of touched on it. Uh, what have you picked up along the way? And I know Bud Raleigh is someone you mentioned in, in the first segment. I'm going to assume he's been a huge influence on your career are there other people that you kind of like i worked with these people and they did this and i really like that so i've stolen it and it's part of what i do now yeah i mean i think across the board and it's not just football i've been uh you know i started coaching baseball at the freshman level in 2007 at oxford i was coaching basketball started in 14. Uh, i spent a year as the varsity head coach uh, for basketball in oxford um, I, yeah, I just, I love teaching. I love coaching. Um, I think I, I stole, uh, a five C's, a, a character trait, like a, a philosophy of what I expect my kids from Steve Laidlaw. Uh, he coaches basketball at Oxford. Um, you know, just those five C's about kids. What are we looking for? Right? High character traits, right? Are we going to mm-hmm. compete? Are you coachable? Right? Do you have compassion for other people? Mm-hmm. And, and are you confident in what you do, right? And if we can instill those five C's in those kids, I, I mean, I saw that the first day he rolled that out, and I was like, whew, this is, yeah. this is good, right? Right? You install this in kids, and, and you're going to be successful because this is about life. This isn't yeah. just about being on the field or in the basketball court. So I immediately ran with that. Man, I, I love that. I've been preaching that already to the kids and, and that high expectation. Um, you know, I worked with – Dave Herrick's at, at Oxford now and Kurt Noose and just, you know, a lot of people. Billy Keenest is so great with relationships. He He's young and, and building those. And I just, you know, I, I like anything good in, in life. If someone does it and it's good, you steal it, right? You try to make oh, yeah. it your own. So uh, I think – Everything I do yeah. in broadcasting I took from somebody else. Right, you know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's every profession. I mean, yeah. I mean, I can sit around and say, hey, you know, I was able to, lucky for years to watch, you know, West Bloomfield and the Southfields, you know, right. do some different things with some big bodies and change some formations that I, I've looked at and said, hey, man, I, I can steal that and put that in the repertoire and it, it fits right in and it gives you a whole nother little wrinkle. And, you know, so I, I've, you know, I like to study film. I like to watch things. I, I like to just sit there. I think that's huge to see what's going on. Um yeah, I steal, I steal stuff all the time. I, I got a lot of uh, great, like I said, I, I name-dropped a few of those guys. Anyone I've been around, I think that's the the coaching fraternity, right? People who coach, mm-hmm. you know, it, there's few, the very few that are real stingy yeah. and, and are about themselves. Everybody else wants to pour into each other and, and make what we do so much better. So uh, I've had that ability. I'm hoping, you know, the first thing I told my coaching staff when I came in is, it, it, A, it, it's Emily City football. It's never going to be about Dave Brown, even though it says HC next to my name. We got to collectively do this. And when right. your coaches buy in, 
right? That's huge because that's what we put out in front of the kids. And when we're all bought in together, you know, I, I've been around long enough to see coaching staffs implode when, when one, you know, mm-hmm. good, you just can't have that. So you, you just got to have everyone invested. And I think, you know, that's the biggest thing I've found over years. If you can take care of other people, they take care of you, you're bought in and, and the goal is the same across the board, uh, like success is going to happen. Right. Like it's not – it's what you work for. But when you do all the little things right, that that's just a product of what you're doing. So, yeah. I uh, You talked about how some things stay the same, how you got to have cohesion with the coaching staff, all that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of things have changed, especially in football, mm-hmm. where when you played at Wayne State and when you first started coaching, mm-hmm. the way you can conduct practice and training camp and all that. Like, trust me, I've heard those stories about those the late 90s at Wayne State and mm-hmm. what those uh, training camps were like. Yep. Then to now is it's like it's a different game doing the whole thing. Like now you have to you, every other day in pads. You can only hit for so long. Um, you have the ramp up period where basically before it was okay. Um, camps here. Everyone just run at each other and hit each other to get them. Put it on the them, pads. Yeah, put Oklahoma off, drill. Yeah, Oklahoma five yard pops, open field tackle, yeah. any of those drills to get for you sure. going. And now you have to be a little more careful. And I think it's a change for the better. 100%. But how have you had to adapt over the years yeah. to now change and get kids ready for game day? Well, I think I think that's a big piece, right? I mean, yeah, you're 100% correct. You know, the intensity, if you will, of the amount of contact, how you're going to go, it's it's been perfect. It's good that it's changed. I mean, you still got to have it. You still got to get kids prepared mm-hmm. and they have that time built. But man, we, we got to take care of kids' health, right? We got to right. take care of kids, and I think all of those things they put in place have have made that so that we're taking care of the, the athlete's safety first, and I think that's important. But yeah, it's just planning, right? I think that's growth as a coach, that's growth as as the sport, that's growth across the board, right? Things change. I mean, shoot, you look down the NBA anytime. You, what we, era versus era, right? Who's yeah. playing? It's the same thing. Like the era is different, right? Well, well, Dick Buckus used to strap it up and wear. Uh, okay, well, yeah, we're they not, also you'd smoke cigarettes at halftime. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. I mean, what's things, the picture from the first Super Bowl where the uh, Chiefs quarterback yeah. just, just yeah, so, smoking a dart in the locker room? Well, they, they they said Bobby Lane played better hungover. But, yeah, see, yeah, and 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 things change, and I think you know. Coaches that coach, it's just, it's a growth, right? We, we all learn to make adjustments, and, and you grow with the sport, and you grow. And that goes back to the same thing you're talking about. Is it going to be my way, or are we going to make adjustments with the athletes? Mm-hmm. There's so many avenues for kids now. If you're not making things exciting somewhat, then you might not get those kids, right? Mm-hmm. That's part of it. And that doesn't mean you have to change who you are or cater to them. But you know what? If you want to make things exciting, that's how kids come out. Right. So, and same thing. Are we going to take care of kids? Yeah. If we're not beating up kids, why do kids leave football? Oh, I don't know. Because I just got lambasted for three hours in a row, <laughs> and I don't want to just pick myself up and off the ground anymore. And it's only Tuesday. Right. You know, so I think the game is evolving. I think with equipment, safety is, is high. But just we, we don't need it anymore. Like, we don't need to just bang for hours and hours and hours and hours. Now, with that said, do you got to bang? Absolutely. We got to condition our body to do that, but it doesn't have to be just repeated hard all the time. So I think that's just evolving as a coach. I think the rules are in place for safety. I think that's important, but I think, you know, that gives you a time to, to maybe coach some of the other things that we've been missing for years, right? right. A lot of times, let's line up, let's get nasty, let's get after it. Well, yeah. We can't do that all the time. So now I can 
do a little more coaching on the athleticism side, like right? how we're going to do these get offs, how are some of the things that maybe we didn't think about back mm. then. That, you know, I'll tell you, when I first started coaching, it was line up, put your mouth guard in, and, and just get nasty and get after it. Well, now, okay, well, we got a day where we're in uppers and we're not banging. Well, all right, what does that technique really look like? How am I going to take advantage of the situation? How am I going to put myself in a better spot? And I think coaches have evolved to put that stuff in place. And I, I just think it's safer and we're better at it. And, and, and kids who buy it and do that look better, right? And we're going to send them to the next level with skills that they probably didn't have years ago. Well, and you look at what some of the college coaches are doing. I think it was Chip Kelly when he was at Oregon. Maybe it was a coach after him. But they wouldn't practice for more than 90 minutes. Nope. They it's get in, get out, get your work in and get ready to recover where heck, even when I was growing up and I'm sure when you played college ball, it was two a days, two and a half, three hour practices twice a day. And it was basically see who the toughest person was. For sure. Um, yeah, I, it's I'm a fan. You brought that up. Like, I really I mean, obviously, preseason, you got to get things in. You got to have two a day. Right. You got to do this. But I think now with film study. Mm-hmm. huddle like kids are on their phone stuff is so easy and accessible if we teach them how to see it and how to coach how to watch film mm-hmm. which i think is an art that is becoming way more important and way oh better. yeah coaches do a way better job of it you know um that that makes your athletes better there's time to do that there's time for their bodies to recover there's time to put those things in place it's just it's all evolving and and, and it's going in the right direction in my opinion i'm a fan i think once the season gets started like I'm with like a two and a half hour. I, I want to have well, yeah. You have just an offense and just the defense. You can do right. that. But when you're gonna split it down, like I think coaches and I'll speak for myself. My coaches and I, like, hey, it's our job to put together a good plan and stick to it. Right. And if something doesn't work, that doesn't mean we we throw the plan out the window and keep going. It means we got to do a better job of making adjustments. Right. So how are we gonna fix that? Because it shouldn't fall on the extended time or more banging or more things for the kids. That's got to be on our end to take care of that and. So I'm with you. Like we, you can't exhaust kids. You can't bang them for hours. You can't mm. put them on the field forever. They, they can't be with you all the time, right? They can't hear me in their ear all day long. They got to go home to their family. They got to go home to their friends. There's so much going on that helps keep them excited about coming back. Right. You know, yeah. you wear them out, they're gone. So well, well kids play sports for the games. They don't want to be told <laughs> that practice is the important part. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so yeah. I think that it's the challenge to the coaches mm. to keep practice interesting yeah, enough. Absolutely. Absolutely. For kids. You got to keep them interesting enough for kids. But, you know, there's still some of that like, practice is important, right? It's the process. Right. I think part of that install the kids, and, and that and that's life, right? I mean, it doesn't matter what your job is. You guys came in here and prepared and got things organized and ready. You've done your back research. Like, mm-hmm. that probably wasn't the most fun. You'd rather sit and talk <laughs> to you. But, but you've done it, right? That process is still important for kids. And that skill of learning how to fight through that process is important because once you start winning, you realize – okay, why are we winning? Because we're doing all of these things on the front end. So, yeah, it does have to be exciting, but there's still part of that is coaching too, right, guys? Why are we doing this? Giving them understanding of why you do things. I think for a lot of years we used to just tell kids, line up and do it. Now kids are smart. Mm-hmm. Holy cow, they're smart, right? We, we never give them enough credit. They're really smart. Teach them why. And then they're going to start asking, you know, better questions. They're going to inquire about why we're doing it. They're going to, you know, even challenge you from time to, right. to be a better coach. So, yeah, it, it works out. We're, we're going in the right direction. Football is awesome. <laughs> mm. Kids, there's still a process. Yeah, sometimes practice gets a little crazy. But keep it exciting, like you said. Keep them on task. Keep them understanding why you do things. They'll show up. They'll get after it.
Well, you know the the team in the area that's had the most success, and you go yeah. and watch their practice and how different it is from everybody else. Right, and well, <laughs> to their credit, they have, Marine City has the benefit of having a lot of coaches. I know sometimes at the high school level, it's not like a college practice where you can have – seven different coaches with all the position groups and a GA helping them out. You might have to work with four, three, four guys at a practice because they have jobs. When you're coaching and you're setting up a practice plan, obviously you want to get as close to the one-to-one ratio of having one coach on one position group. Sometimes that's not always the reality. How do you find the balance of that in your practice plan? 100%. Well, I mean, we're kind of dealing with that right now. Like I came in. And like I said, I, I kind of put my stamp on things right out of the gate. I went from, I think they were doing evening practices, right? Mm-hmm. And, and lifting and stuff. And I came in not knowing anything, boom, we're going mornings. I set up four mm-hmm. days a week, we're going mornings, lift, run, do all of our stuff, camps in the morning. Well, I'm putting together a staff, like you said, all of a sudden, you know, I teach, I'm thinking it's great, but to me, that's not a, everybody else has got a real day job. Like, they, right. they don't get the summer off, they don't get, so next thing I know, I got myself and another coach there, and we got to get things done. We get to a camp. We're doing things. And you know what? You just say, all right, what makes sense? Let's sit down. I, I had, you know, three coaches there today. We were lucky enough to break things up for team camp. We could get our backs together at wide outs, our line. But, you know, for a couple of days before that, when we were starting to install things, you got two coaches. So what do we do? Where's our best-case scenario? Map out what are the things we can get done. What does it make sense? How, you know, which guy has value here versus there we've all been coaching but now you can get this you can get that and you just split it up you figure it out and you get it done and you try to keep as many kids engaged as you can mm-hmm. like you said that engagement that goes back to that like you can't have 12 kids standing around because you're running a drill and i think that's just you know you that's just pre-plan it's just the pre-plan part you find guys you figure out what's going to work you set it up and then you evaluate when you're done and you say oh that was good or holy cow, what did we do? And you go back to the drawing board and you fix it. So, again, that's got to be – that's part of the humility of the job. Like you can't just be, oh, it's me, it's me, I know how I'm doing, whatever. you got to be able to say, hey, I didn't set that up right, and fix it and move on and, and, and grow. But, yeah, it, it, there's some – I'd love to have 100 coaches, but hmm. you find what everybody, where they fit, talk about where the, what their best fit is, get them involved there, right? If it has to be someone to change – coaching forever i'll find a different position right i'm the head guy so mm-hmm. i'll move around i'll put you where i need you and then we'll go from there so just give them give your coaches what they're good at keep the kids engaged and you figure it out got anything else for coach yeah we can end it with this someone goes out to see emily city or someone listening from another BWAC town sees emily city on the schedule what should they expect from a spartan football team in 2022 uh Tough, hard-nosed kids who battle for each other mm-hmm. and compete. We are going to compete on every rep, and we're just going to get out. We're going to give you everything we got, right? may not be perfect, but we're going to fly around. We're going to play fast. We're going to play downhill, and we're going to take advantage of what you give us. And like I said, when the end of the day and the horn blows, hopefully we're on the right side of the, the scoreboard. So I'm just excited for kids to be here. I'm excited to be in the community. I'm excited for the kids to fly around. Man, a lot of cheering, a lot of excitement. A lot of kids rallying for each other. That's what I plan for everyone to see and the community to come out and be excited about it as well. Coach, thanks again for coming out. 
Uh, congratulations on the job and and good luck. Uh, I hope I hope we're talking to Dave Brown about Emily City football for several years to come. That, that's the plan. As long as they'll have me, I'll be here. We'll get after it. This conversation's made me excited. I want it to be the 25th of August now. <laughs> like it's it's like come on, we still have a month to go before real football starts. Needs to go quicker. Yeah, well, I'm 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 showing up to practice tomorrow because I want to play. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I You'll love, cut me, coach. Yeah, hey, I love I love football too, but I'll take those extra days <laughs> to prep, guys. I I I don't need to be there just yet. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you you might need a little more time. <laughs> All right, thanks a lot again. Thank coach. you, guys. I appreciate it. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water area is stuck on sports.